Boodle, 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 boodle. Fish with arms. What was their nickname? The bottom feeders? Good nickname. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's another team profile and projection as we continue on with an episode a day every day until opening day. We're talking about the Miami Marlins. You guys voted them the 22nd best team in MLB, if my math's right. The eighth worst team, not us. You guys did. If you're a Marlins fan, you know 23rd. More, 23rd. You know more about them than we do. So let us know what we're missing and what everyone in the, can search the comments and see what we left out. But, Jake, they did make some noise this offseason. They did make some Noise. And these TPPs are brought to you by SeatGeek. Code talking $20 off your first order with SeatGeek. They've been in the mix and they always make some noise in the offseason because they've got a lot of pitching, but they got rid of one of them this year. Pablo Lopez out. Luis Arias in from Trevor Plouffe's Twins. Along with Gene Segura and Johnny Cueto. So swag through the roof. Um, JT Shags came over in a trade with the Rays. Trev knows him. That's nice. Uh, also, who they lost? They lost Miggy Rowe. I don't know, man. I know who that guy is. I don't love that for the clubhouse. Eliezer Hernandez, he went to Los Mets in division. Brian Anderson, I forget if I mentioned him, but he was, you know, he was kind of a cornerstone piece for the fish for a little bit. He gone. Couple other bodies, but, you know, I, I think as Marlins offseason goes... You know, couple couple guys coming in that excite you. What does it mean in the East? And Trev, is it enough for that Marlins lineup? I don't know what to say about this lineup because if you look at the stats last year, they were not good offensively. But I'm looking at the lineup, and I, you know, I like to say this. I can dream upon this lineup just a little bit. Okay, yes, they brought in a rise for my Twins. You know what he's gonna do. He's going to hit for average. He's going to put the ball in play. They brought another guy kind of similar, Gene Segura. Knows how to hit. He'll be playing third base. Jazz Chisholm, who can be an all-world talent, seemingly moving out to center field. He wants to win the gold glove. I'm not going to say you can't do it because Jazz is definitely an athlete. Garrett Cooper at first base. And these are two guys who I think a lot of this offense is going to be banking on them to have bounce-back years. And power specifically, Avisael Garcia and Jorge Soler, they need to do it. Brian De La Cruz in left field. Joey Wendell, our guy, mm. he likes to step on thumbtacks. That's uh. what we've been hearing. No batting gloves. He's at shortstop right now. And then Jacob Stallings at catcher. On the bench, John Birdie, Nick Fortis, Jordan Groshans, and Jesus Sanchez. So like I said, you can dream upon it a little bit, but we're going to need some guys to really, really step up. But here... I'll let you do this, James. I think is obviously the strength of this team. Tell me about that rotation. They got some arms. They got Sandy Alcantara. He won the Cy Young. He led the league in innings pitched. He's really good. They got Johnny Cueto had a good year last year. Helped out some teams. Comes here to be a little leader and mentor, and it allowed them to trade some guys. Jesus Lazardo, mm. Lizard King, Edward Cabrera, Trevor Rogers. They got Braxton Garrett. They got a lot of prospects and arms down in AAA that could come up. And then they got bullpen. They got Dick Blyer, my guy. Mm -hmm. Yep. You're always saying that. 
Dylan Floro. I think I did a breakdown on uh, Blyer, and he responded and said, like, yep, that was it. So I like him now. Oh, I uh, meant Dick. Danner. Danner. Danner got JT Chargois. If you haven't been listening to us in the offseason, I do have a J theory with mm. the Marlins. They kind of have just, like, uh, so many J names. And it seems like on purpose, they traded away some non-J names, brought in some J names. They got Gene, Jazz, Jorge, Joey, Jacob, John, Jordan, Jesus, Johnny, Jesus, JT. It's just a lot. It's in your face. There's a lot going on. I think there's a world where this team finishes... Slightly above 500. Okay. I think What's that path? That the shift rules are taken advantage of by their contact lineup. They are trying to do bat to ball in a lot of places. You have a couple people who can hit for average um, and who are known to hit for average. And then you have some people who... Uh, when going well, can get up there. You have obviously arised. He hit 316 last year. Gene Segura hit 277 last year. Garrett Cooper hit 261 last year in his limited role. He can um, punch the ball and find gaps. I think you're looking for a little more from Jazz, and I think you need Solaire and Jazz to provide some pop. Maybe Avisel Garcia. Provide some pop. He didn't provide anything last year. Does he have that in his bag? Didn't he once at one point? Avi. He can slug a little bit. I he don't had, think he's he, going to he, get a 40 he, homer season. He had, a, he had a 490 slugging um, in 2021, 464 in 2019, 506 in 2017. So he's older now. He did have pop. So, yeah, everything has to go right. Like, my high-end ceiling is like 85 wins, I think. Okay. Okay. But that's high-end high, high end ceiling. I mean, that's not probably where I land if we go over-under. I'm not banking that. But I do think there's somewhat of a strategy they're trying to implement. And if these guys can punch the ball and find the holes, then you're there because they have the pitching. And if you have the pitching, like the Guardians, and then you have some momentum, some luck, some timeliness, you can see this team do a little bit version of what the Guardians did last year. Not in wins. That was what did the Guardians even that, win last year? 86 games or something like that? They won like they won 90 some games because they play in a bad division. Of course. Oh. Well that's what hurts this this yeah. team. The division they play. Well this is why I named them my Dark Horse World Series like team last year because they have pitching and usually that's the start of it. I think like the Guardians were what I thought the Marlins could be. They just didn't hit at all. If you talk to Chris Rose, he was he always mentions he watched a lot of these games last year because of Miggy Rojas. And he said, Man, like every game, they just couldn't push across runs. And it's part of the game that you gotta be better at. Hopefully they can do that. They have pitching in spades. Their number one prospect, guys. Guess who he is? A pitcher. He's 19 years old. Yuri yeah. Perez. He is six eight. So like they have pitching. For days. Max Meyer, who was one of their top picks, he's hurt this year. Sixto Sanchez is hurt. Like they have so much depth. They have to turn that depth into two things either fucking victories or pieces that can help them 
finally get victories, whether that's next year or two years down the road. Like, not many times do teams have this much starting pitching depth. And we all know the most coveted thing in sports is starting pitching or in baseball is starting pitching. They have to find some way to convert this depth into victories, whether it's this year or two years down the road, because you, 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 you're not going to get this again. I mean, do you guys ever remember you guys are Yankees fans. When have the Yankees ever had like pitching depth like this? The twins surely never have had that. And like, they have to capitalize on this. They've tried to recently, sending Pablo and getting Luis Arise. I like that move, but you know they need to figure it out offensively. They need to hit, yeah, in every and- aspect. And I think that's why they went out and got a guy who hits the ball every single day in our eyes. Because man, they were they were twenty eighth in slugging. I think they were twenty eighth in. 27th in OPS. They were 28th in batting averages. Did not hit. And it's it's like the story of this team, man. And that's where, Jim, what I can give to help your spin zone is Jazz Chisholm got hurt last year. He, he only played 60 games. So if you can get a full run of Jazz Chisholm and he can take another step up, he's projected to be a 25 and 25 guy. Like, those don't grow on trees. Um, and he told us he's going to win the gold glove in center field. So that's huge. Um they added Gene, they added a rise, which is, a, like you're saying, a lot of contact, hitting, that if that can lead to rallies and Jazz Chisholm can hit two and three run homers, hey, you know, sign me up a little bit. I, I just think the problem is it's not enough, and that division is brutal. The Phillies, who went to the World Series, they won 87 games last year in the regular season, and they added. The Mets, <laughs> like, it, you know, they had... We, we have two two teams we picked as winners of the offseason are above them. Uh, a Marlins team that won 69 games last year, and the other team is the Atlanta Braves, who are two years removed from a World Series in this, like, depth of baseball talent that we almost don't understand. The Marlins are such a victim of their division. I... I feel like if they were a, a central team, would we be talking about them trying to backdoor their way into a wild card or something? I think we could be. Because you're right. If everything does click, it could be fun, especially with that high-end starting pitching. I mean, if Sandy does it again, which, my God, he's gonna. I mean, that dude is a freak show. And then, you know, baby Jesus came over and was fine for them. Trevor Rogers had that big rookie year. If one of them goes... You're talking about a good rotation, but, man, they're just coming up against the big dogs. It seems day in, day out, but, hey, balanced schedule, right? So maybe they do stumble into a couple more, but I, it's tough for me to see them getting a 500. If they were in the Central, what do you, what do you like about them? Well, how would you differ them? Say they were in the Central instead of Who are we trading the Reds. With, yeah. the, Reds and, the Reds and Marlins switch spots. How do you like the Marlins compared to the Central? Like, I think Marlins and Cubs would probably be, like, a big debate for, like, a low 80-win team, something like that. Yeah, I think so. I think I have the Cubs ahead. I think our audience got it right, but I think they're more there. I just, pitching can get you places. If you give them any hitting, (laughs) which they didn't last year. And that's what they're trying to do. I mean, they bring it in, guys. Because, you know, average isn't a, a good standalone stat for much or anything at all. But I do 
what I like about batting average is it tells you that a guy is consistent. Like week in, week out, series in, series out, he's going to hit. And that's what they're trying to do because they're getting consistent pitching. So Gene Segura, arise, and then you just got to get bop at some point because you got to drive him in. Or maybe they just steal a ton. I don't know. Cause havoc. Get an identity. Second in steals last year, John Birdie. John. Hmm. John Birdie. I have an John Birdie's a cool name, but it's very close to Jake Bird. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> gotcha. It's a J name. Birdie and Bird? John and Jake. Birds aren't real, so I don't, it doesn't even register on my mind. Let's okay, talk right. about a special, different name, Trevor. I always have an affinity for guys named Trevor. And Trevor Rogers is an interesting story because you have that rookie year where guys just didn't hit him. And he has this four-seam fastball. I got an article pulled up here from uh, Rotoballer. Uh, in that season, batters hit two twenty-two uh, with a three hundred five uh, WOBA and just two homers against his four-seam fastball. And then all of a sudden last year's a 312 with a 401 Woba and 11 homers against the four-seam fastball. So whether that's an arm angle thing or whether that's a tip thing, like something has to be fixed there. Then you add him to the mix and it's just, they have the pitching even without Rogers kind of like being who he was his rookie year. But if he can make a mechanical adjustment, we're talking about a, a, probably one of the better rotations in all of baseball. And we 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 how we've done seven of these before. We couldn't say anything close to that about any of those teams. And now we're here with the Marlins. I mean, you can make an argument that they have probably you know in the top five starting pitching depth in all the baseball, at least the top five. That's nice. I'm being nice. So Laren and Jazz getting full seasons would be nice. They both got hurt halfway through. And I mean, hey, if if we're trying to put some good fuel on the file, fire. Even. No, let's fuel the files. Fuel the files. Uh, Same at, thing. Avisail Garcia, he's been in every other year, OPS plus, oh. OPS okay. a, above and under 100. So 138.95, 112.78, 119 last year, 65. Yeah. So maybe he's in line for his best season ever, you know? Could be. So we got we got Marlins offense spins. Does Jazz Chisholm end up a Gold Glove finalist in center field? He gets one vote. Winning, he'll be a finalist, finalist. because MLB likes putting out the graphic that kind of doesn't mm. matter. Yeah, when they give like seven finalists and there's only eight candidates due to qualified games. You, we think about center field being this like banger of a position, but it really has been, especially offensively. But defensively, there's still some fucking guys that can go out and get it. So if offense is factored into the gold glove like it used to be, then I give Jazz a, a better chance. But I don't think it... It used to be? Well, no, not like officially, but that's why, you know, didn't Derek Jeter win gold gloves? Yeah, but he was pretty good besides DRS, which is a human that watches... Back I think if you go back and look sense. at the Gold Glove so. uh, winners, a, a lot of them were very offensively minded as well. That's been a talk around baseball for a long time. I think you had to like be a name. Yeah, name, hit thirty homers, win a Gold Glove. Congrats, Scott Rowland. Um, Jazz, for your situation, 
85 yeah. or, you know, competing for a wild card. I think Jazz Chisholm would have to be an MVP candidate, which maybe he has the talent for. Um, you know, he showed it in that small sample last year, 60 games with 14 homers and, and 12 swipes. They'd have to get no injuries and everyone have to, like, you know. I think Jazz would have to be a legit MVP guy, which well, maybe he can be. Horizon Segura would also have to be bang out as well. So, Lair has an opt-out after this year. So, like, is that motivating for him? Is he going to come in and, and go off? You, we've seen that all throughout baseball. That happens, man. You get laser-focused when you know that there's uh, some extra incentive there for you at the end of the year. So, that would be a welcome sight for Marlins fans for sure. I think the slug is big for them. Like, you, you got to be able to drive in runs, and, and what drives in runs is extra base hits. we got to get better on the, that front for the Marlins, I think. That's no secret. Do you think, Jake and, and Trev, do you think they're playing Joey Wendell at shortstop because they want to up his trade value? He's a free agent after the year. You know, you let him play a month of shortstop, get him on the books, and then uh, then you play him a month at third and second, and then you're like, look at this guy. You need a utility guy? You need a lefty utility guy for the postseason? Tough as nails. Tough as nails. Brothers used Tough to beat him nails. up. And then everyone signs him. I'll sign him. I no, we're talking about trade. Okay, I'll trade him. We'll see. Okay, we'll see. I think <laughs> I think Birdie can play some shortstop. Joey Wendell, maybe they're going to have a little righty-lefty platoon in there. They'll have speed days and contact days. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm so in on the Braves. I'm so in on the Mets. I'm so in on the Phillies that I feel like I can only be so much in on the Marlins. So I'm I guess I'm really not. What's their over-under? Yeah, it's just a circumstance of their environment. Over-under looks like it is 72.5. Prospect Jacob Amaya. Jacob yeah. Amaya might get the call this I was year. just about to mention him. What's Maybe that's uh, Joey Wendell's a stopgap for him to come up, I guess. Right, guys, you guys are being, I mean. It's a J name. Joey can slip somewhere else. Versatile. What's how you spell Amaya? A M A Y A. Wow. Oh, too many Jacobs in MLB right now, I gotta tell you. Okay. And he was drafted by the Dodgers. Mm. So automatically gets a little bump up um, from us. Seven current MLB players that go by Jake. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven that go by Jacob. Holy smokes. This guy Amaya comes up. Amaya, my desire. Who they got back for Miggy? Seventy-two and a half is the over/under. Did you already answer that, Jake? He's going under. I have not. Mm. Oh man, they got Jake Elder as a prospect, as well as Jose Salas. So Jays, the Jays, and Jordan Groshans. I think we might have mentioned him. That's another J. These guys. Well, they're not fooling us, James. How about that? They're not fooling us with this conspiracy. How about Wait, this? this Jake's different than the one you said. This is Jacob Berry. I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to surprise myself a little bit and do a slide over. I, I think, you know, East playing less East. East playing less East. Um, I believe in some of the stuff they're doing, not all of it. I don't think it's over by a lot. I think it's a 73 or 74, but I think the NL East will show their feathers a little bit. And I think I might have an NL 
East team taking a step back wins-wise. Oh, wow. But, uh, sure, Fish, take your slide over. Take your slide over. Damn, man. I'm a J. I'll ride with them. Yeah. Well, John Moy Media is a J company, too. Whew. People don't, don't realize that. That's they got true. so many Jakes in their system. They got, look at their minor league system. Jake Walters. Jake Eater. Jacob this. Jacob that. I'm over it. It's not a conspiracy anymore if it's true. Jacob Berry. Jacob. Oh, there's tons of Jays. Tons of Jays. Um, it's 71. 72, 72 and, a half. and a half. I'm taking uh, the over, James. I think that uh, I'm a believer in this pitching. Wow. You are in a vice. Yeah, because I don't know how they're going to handle the deadline and stuff. Avi, gone. Solaire, gone. No. Brian Reynolds to Miami, as reported by Trev earlier. I did say that, didn't I? How many did they win last year? They won 68. Over. They got better. They won 69, 69 games last year, so they have to improve by four games. I think they did it. I think they got I think they got more offense. And if if they're not injured, which you have to, you know, you yep. can't predict maybe one injury, but if Solaire, Jazz, Arise, Gene can help out, they should be able to bump up from last year. So I'm taking the over. Wow, I think it's the first one we all agreed on. We all swept at the first one is the fish. No way. We had to uh, if Cole Tucker there. makes the roster, you're all over on the Rockies. Trevor, um, the Nats, that's right. All under on Detroit, all under oh, okay. on the Reds. Oh, I'm, I'm an idiot. All right. Yeah, I thought we agreed I'm on a lot. These teams stink. Not the Marlins. Thanks for listening. I think, look, I think we're getting to a, a different tier with the Marlins than the other teams. Yeah, I think this was the first, like, little step up. You know how some, yes. some staircases, the first step is just to level out the stairs before you really ascend. It's like a half step uh, just to like find just balance. It's bad carpentry. It's just but the yeah. stairs begin. Yeah, the stairs have begun. Buying a little bit of Brian De La Cruz stock. Well, yeah, he played well last Bought. year. BDLC. Okay. Where are you getting that from, that stock? Stock, stock. Come on, JJ Blade. This is your team. John Jay. We forgot to mention John Jay first. Hi. Hey.